What up, all my Mingas, and welcome to the Minga Sports Podcast. It's Nacho. I'm Garuda. I'm eating a Popeye's biscuit. I have a full plate of dinner in front of me. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be munching today. Yeah. Mm. Hold on. Some... You gotta give me like a minute to chew. Right. I got some. I got some chicken and some rice because you gotta be a healthy boy. And then I got some garlic knots from yesterday because you that gotta be a fat healthy. fuck. That does not sound like a healthy dinner. Rice is literally just calories. Well, chicken. It depends. What kind of chicken is it? Breast, booby. Yeah, so that's not. That's like the least healthy version of chicken. How'd you How'd you prepare it? Do you, is it like fried? Baked. Is it baked? It's baked. Okay. Um. And garlic knots are absolutely not healthy. So well, I didn't say those were healthy. Yeah, but it's not a bad dinner. So okay, I finished that bite of the Popeyes biscuit, and I'm gonna save the rest for later. Now go drink some water. Yeah, I gotta chug it. Your mouth must be a desert. <laughs> oh, ironically, it was. Yeah, I'm not a biscuit right. guy. Biscuits are good. I don't know. I just I, get I, I don't really like biscuits. They're just—it's just really dry bread. Yeah, but they taste good. Yeah. Get some butter on there, some jam, nice and warmed up. Oh, that wasn't a warm Popeyes biscuit too. That was—it was cold. It has been sitting there for about five hours. <laughs> so. Uh... Void of moisture. <laughs> Actually, void of moisture and heat. So, uh... We had a week of football. It was not good. I'll go out and say it right now. It was not a good week of football. No. I was... I was really struggling. So we do best and worst. I found the worst in a split second. Yeah, and Anthony looking- asked for my worst, and I checked when I was going to put it on our document, and he put the same one. I already had it on there. And I had to change mine. And I was looking for the best, and I'm like scrolling through, and I'm like, well, I don't want to pick the Giants, because that'd be like biased, you know? I thought they played a good game, but that's biased. And I'm just looking through the games, and I'm like, I can't find another good game. Fuck it, we put the Giants. And so my best for the week is the Giants beating New Orleans in overtime, twenty-seven twenty-one. Uh, no more pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we played good football, although we our defense is still a little suspect. Our offense has proven we can uh, win games. Yeah. Uh, Saquon had a great game. Dan Jones, game-winning drive. Game. People are starting take to take. One. People are starting to take notice of him now. If you pay attention on social media. Wow, give a quarterback yeah, a couple of years and he's good. How does that? What? Why? How does that work? Shocking, I know. Give him some weapons. A actually decent O line. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, they best, drafted but... a good weapon in the first round, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna say we're the best. You know. Line. I'm not. I. I probably won't even go as far as say we're good, but like for what we have, Nick Gates was our best lineman. He's out. 
Um, Shane Lemieux, another rookie who we had who had a lot of promise uh, last year. Uh, he's out for the year, and yeah. so we're really kind of thin. And then on one of our guards we picked up just before the season started, he was out this week. So we're we're really running thin, and it held up pretty well, especially against the Saints front four. So I was happy about that. Kadarius Tony decided that he does know how to play football, after all. After Took Shepard him a while. And, I know. After Shepard and Slayton were unable to play, um, Evan Ingram... Oh, is it a net negative two yards or something? He had a net, he had a net negative two yards in his first two NFL games. Um... He had a few in, against Atlanta, but not enough to matter. But this game, he kind of popped off. Like, he had a crew... He converted a screen pass on 3rd and 18. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. Okay. Why are we running screens on 3rd and 18? I don't know. But, uh... We'll take it. But, um... I think the best moment from this game was Jabril at the overtime coin toss. <laughs> it's like heads. Yeah, we want heads. And they flipped at the heads and he just goes, boom! We want the ball! Fuck them! Um, and they did. And they did. They. I was really hoping it was not going to turn into a Matt Hasselback moment where he says, we want the ball and we're going to score. And then he immediately threw a pick six. Because that, that's funny. But I was really hoping that didn't happen, and it didn't. So, New Orleans didn't even play that bad of a game. Like, there were, there's obviously, you know, a few things you can yeah. uh, fix with, like, defense. Uh, like, for Giants defense, we just could not tackle. The Saints defense, they just, you know, there wasn't a lot they could have done. Because we threw a lot of short, or no, we threw a lot of bombs. I think two of our touchdowns were on one play drives, where it's just Danny Dimes chucks a deep ball, perfectly places it at the five yard line, and he walks in for the end zone for a touchdown. Um, so it's just defend the deep ball, and they would have won. But we take those. Yeah. Man. I think that's all I got to say about this game. And but, uh, not to be not to be biased, but uh, you know it it wasn't the best week of football. And even though we didn't win, uh, Tom Brady's return home to Foxborough, what a game! It re- you know the decisions Mac Jones made on that field was be- they were up at halftime, you know. It was by a single point, but we were up at halftime. I watched the whole thing. I I was like, I was watching this at my desk, and I'm like, ah, no one's going to get on. I'll go watch it in my bed. And then the halftime show started, and I passed out. (laughs) Um, But I watched some highlights. Mac Jones Jones is good at football. (laughs) He had a 4.0 GPA at Bama. I don't know if Bama is a real smart school. But it's Bama. It's, you know, four point it's, it's college. That's hard. That's difficult. Yeah. No. Uh, four in college in general is hard. But um, he really showed his decision making yeah. on the field. He isn't comfortable with his deep balls because the ones he trickles in here and there, they don't get him what he wants. 
And but that's not even like that's. I mean, that's not his fault. That's, that's his receivers and they need to make a play. That's not even like bad for him though, because that's not even that's not a Belichick scheme. Belichick doesn't scheme deep balls a lot, almost at all. So... But the the deep balls that he do does throw. They're on target. They're where he wants to be. It's just that his receivers don't make a play. And, you know, that's football that happens. But mm-hmm. he obviously he could he shows himself that he can throw the football. And it was oh, no. raining. It was pouring rain in the second half. It was yeah. an absolute downpour in Foxborough. And I, I know this as my game, as my best. But um, then I decided that Tom Brady played like shit. Yeah, and, and, and that, that you were going to put this as yours. <clears throat> that's why I, I, I mentioned the rain before. Tom Brady, you he did not have his best game. They, yeah, he won, but going in, I was like, I'm going to cry because New England's going to get stomped. And then we didn't. We we lost on a field goal that we shouldn't, shouldn't have kicked because we should have just gone for it on fourth down and then got a better position for the field goal, which Nick Folk would have made. You know, he was tying his career best. You know, give him a break in the pouring rain. And it, it made it. It just hit the goalpost. Um, you know, Tom Brady, he's played so many games, so he knows how to play in the rain, and he did not have his best game of football. You know, he, he's kind of showing that, can you make it to 50? Probably, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, you, good. you don't know if it's, like, nerves or not. Like, was, like, I'm sure there's a lot of emotion, and I'm sure, I'm sure that got to him at least a little bit Yeah, for this game. But, like, you've been playing here for 20, 21 years. This is 21st year in the league, 22nd, whatever. you got to, like, learn to control that kind of emotion. you got to know that, like, you're, you know, oh, I'm going back to where I played for a while. Yeah, fuck him up. You can't, can't be letting emotion That's what he was saying that. the week before in practice. He said, you know, we just came off of a, a bad loss and we're going in to play a football game. You know, yeah. emotions aside, his emotions got to him. It was it, clear that they got it, it to really him. Did. And I'll give it to him. The one play where he ran for a first down, I was like, oh, my God, look at the big guy. You know, I mean, he's like 6'4". <laughs> I mean, the he's old guy, guy, I should say. Uh, you know, and then I, he, was, he was really happy. He was smiling after that. I thought it was funny. But... You know, you got to give it a little little bit of leeway because Belichick knows how Brady plays. And yeah, you Brady knows how the Patriots play, but it's, it's way bigger coach's advantage because you're going to know how Tom Brady wants to throw the ball, especially because he's basically coaching the team. And the yeah. Patriots play call, especially like way more on offense. Oh my God. the Where it would have been a, a QB sneak into the end zone for a touchdown and then they just throw it. They go... He, Hand, fake hands it off and throws it to Johnu Smith, who's wide open in the end zone. Such a good play call. It was beautiful. Yeah, the thing is, they need to execute those on those two fourth downs that they missed. Wait, I, that's why I was upset because the two fourth downs that they didn't go for, they should have gone for because they they would have probably made at least one of those. Yeah. Um, Jacoby Myers on the trick play. He used to be a quarterback. I think in high school, but or Jacoby college. Myers had like a was it? He had like a one sixteen passer rating. Yeah, because he he went two for two. 
they even said in a press conference before the game, I don't know how many days before the game or if it was the day up, that there was going to be trick plays. And oh my god, what a play. Nice. Um, But the only thing is, we showed, you know, we showed, we, the defending Super Bowl champions, we almost beat. And honestly, Mac Jones won that game over Tom Brady. Which, yeah. Man, I, I don't have much more. I have a lot of praise for the Patriots. You know, I was very upset that we lost. I, I was actually very upset that we didn't capitalize on what we should have and that it was a winnable game. But I'm very happy of the progress Mac has shown and the team. You know, we, we draft a couple of studs here and there. New England's coming back, baby. Yeah, I think I think New England will end up in the Super Bowl within the next five years with Mac Jones as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a serious possibility. Um, your your offensive line seems to hold up pretty well. You have all the weapons for Mac Jones. It's just they're not performing up to what they should be, and your defense isn't isn't too shabby. We need another star corner, like without well, Stephon Gilmore. Well, I forget yeah. who who. When, um... when Gilmore comes back in what week seven? Yeah, you guys will be looking good with him and J.C. Jackson. Um, you have Matt Judon up front. I don't know who your uh like inside guys are, but uh, oh, we drafted Barrymore. Barrymore is a st- he's been playing great. Christian Barrymore is good. You have. Donta Hightower. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Like, like, you have a pretty solid team like that can probably make a wild card. Yeah. If not this year, probably next year. And make a like, legitimate case for yourself in the next few years. It w- I don't remember what, um, what corner had to come out, but a corner had to come out for a play, and it was like a second string, and... Of course, Tom Brady threw to the receiver. I forget who it was, but threw it straight to the receiver who, you know, the starting corner wasn't on, yeah. which just shows me that we need, and he, he it was just like bad, bad coverage. Yeah. We we need another, another corner. We're going to take well, a corner you know, in the, in the first or second round. Once you know a third string guy's coming in, like you're all done. But, um, speaking of corners, Tampa Bay. Uh, we didn't get to cover this last time, but Richard Sherman signed with Tampa Bay. Oh, that's right. On Wednesday, and started on Sunday with Tampa Bay, which really shows their weakness at corner. Three of their corners went out, or yeah, all three corners that started the season were out by halftime of this game. Um, so that le- that left Richard Sherman and some second strings. So this could spell trouble for Tampa Bay going into the future, because that's such a big position for them, like that they you know need. Like who who do they have at corner right now? Um, couldn't tell you. They have Carlton Davis who went out. He's questionable. But Sean Murphy Bunting and Curtis Riley are both on the IR. And Jamal Dean is also questionable. So they have Richard Sherman. Um, 
Ross Cockrell is their they have they have two cornerbacks that are not questionable or on the IR right now. So that just that just tells you right there it's gonna be tough for them in the future. Mm-hmm. And Antoine Winfield is doubtful for next game, which leaves Andrew Adams out of UConn. Hey, next up on the depth chart for them at strong safety. So get him in, get the Yukon boy some reps. Very, very interesting. Seeing what goes forward, who do they play? Um, they play Miami. That's a win. Oh, they play Miami, Philly, Chicago the next three weeks. So that's three basically free wins. We'll talk about Miami later. I got some things to say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, anything else on this game? Um. Uh, honestly, I I think, I mean, I I didn't I don't have very high hopes. Obviously, I want the Patriots to win this season. We're not gonna have the greatest season of our lives. I hope we do better than last year. Um. But next year, that's a new year. Like Mac is gonna have a whole season under his belt, and we're gonna hopefully draft some good picks. You know, New England is is coming back. Not not mm-hmm. to you know, dynasty, because you can't replace Tom Brady. Yeah, but well, knowing knowing Belichick, you guys are gonna trade away your first round pick. You're gonna draft some fucking no name linebacker out of some D two school in the second round. Yep. But the real stud is gonna be your fifth round wide receiver who balls out from that's a how, d3 school yeah that's how belichick drafts and i i think it's so dumb but i hate how it works yeah he always does well with the late round picks but awful with the early early rounds it wouldn't help to get us like a, another stud receiver you know just to have yeah, you guys don't like have a bona fide wide receiver because one. sometimes our receivers just don't execute, and we can't replace them with anybody because we don't have anybody else. Yeah, so like, up, upside have, for New England. You have Aguilar, who had a good had one good season last year with Vegas. You have Jacoby Myers, Bourne, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, and Kendrick Bourne, who are. I would say they're getting better for the week. I would say they're decent wider, like second wide receivers. Yeah, they're decent second, but you don't have a really solidified first. We don't is my thing, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. All right, uh, my my worst. Mm-hmm. Or do you have something else? No, I was just saying moving on. Oh, my worst was Tennessee Titans at the Jets. It ended with a with a Jets win in overtime, twenty seven twenty four. But um, it should have ended a tie. I really wanted this game to tie, like so bad. That would have been the funniest result. Yeah. But um, oh hold on, I got the Red Sox game. Xander Bogarts just hit a two run bomb off Garrett Cole in the first. Oh yeah, we do. Um. Anyways, we'll talk about baseball probably later. We'll talk about baseball later. But the uh, 
Zach Wilson had a had a good game. He had some good deep balls. But um Tennessee played like shit. New York's defense played like shit. And most of the people on New York's offense played like shit. It's not Zach Wilson who played good. But Randy Bullock missed a 51, 53-yarder, something like that, in overtime as time expired. And that just hurts. But no good football was played during this game. No, none. Nothing good. So, congrats to the Jets on getting a win. I have classes on Mondays with a few Jets fans, and they were ecstatic. But I'm like, I just wanted it to tie. Having that game tie would have been very funny. But Titans were down A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, so that already handicapped them. So, consolation win, I guess. Which is pretty bad for a team (laughs) you can't just like have two good receivers and make it in a running back and make it your team you need you know other guys who can perform you know you're supposed to be the titans not you know derrick henry just scores not the derrick henry's (laughs) yeah tennessee's defense is actually bad well, that was already known prior to yeah. uh, the season that they were just going to have to score more than the other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they gave up 38, 30, 16, and 27 so far. The Tennessee defense. Eek. Yeah. So that's those aren't great numbers. Oh, God, I'm also looking at the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Of Tennessee's defenders are on the IR. Nice. That that might have something to do with it. But Bud Dupree, Janoris Jenkins, Kevin Bayard, they're all like decent like defenders. It's just you have no depth. You have no one really up front. The O line is okay. But, like, Tennessee's just going to be a mad team. But they're still going to win the AFC South just because it's such a bad division. So that there's that, at least. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's all I got to say about that game. Yeah, my worst game I had was Kansas City and Philadelphia. And, yeah, it was a... 42 to 30 win for the chiefs but you you know you put up 42 points patrick Mahomes, great quarterback he's gonna have a an amazing career so you know that's that's all him the 30 points that philly scored on you like the chiefs are supposed to have a very good defense and you you let Jalen Hurts put 30 points on you. You yeah, know, and it, and it and it looks bad. You think you think it looks bad for Patrick Mahomes like, "Oh, how, you know, that's a close game." That's not his fault. You know, he did great. Uh, I mean, Tyreek just catches anything. Yeah. yeah but except when he's like triple covered on every play with and Travis Kelsey's also double covered on every play. 
That's why they signed Josh Gordon, who actually, I think, yeah, he's uh, available to play on uh, Sunday against the Bills. Hmm. That's fun. You you have some serious problems, Andy Reid, if you you cannot lose 30 points or give up 30 points to the Eagles. Yeah, I'm, I pulled up their defense. Like, you got some big, like, you got Chris Jones, Frank Clark. Uh, you Clark got, the you Shark, the you got the Honey Badger. Daniel Sorensen is a great free safety, probably one of the most underrated free safeties. You got Legarius Sneed. Like you have, like you have the pieces, except that linebacker. They they have one person in the on the depth chart under strong side linebacker, and he is on the IR. So uh-huh. I would say, probably yeah. I now like thinking about it, up the middle in that like linebacker position, you don't really have a lot because they play a four three. So they're putting the two tackles and the two DNs. But mm-hmm. sort of in that middle, that like no man's land between uh, the trenches and your secondary, you don't really have anyone there. None of these names like stand out as, oh, this is a good, you know, this mm-hmm. guy's great. But um And for so maybe... for context, I didn't I didn't watch this game, so I mean I watched the uh, there was a lot of jokes about how Tyree can catch anything, and he was playing a great game, but I did not see Philly score or Philly's scores. Yeah, which I, I can assume were up the middle. Yeah, but like you shouldn't be giving up. I saw some of uh, Devonte Smith. Um, he had some great sideline catches. Devontae Smith like, is a great him, receiver. I gave him some shit because when I saw him, he had three drops. And that was really funny to me. But, um... He... He had some great sideline catches. I think, like, they were clutch, too. I think they were towards the end of the second half. But he could he could break out as a star. I don't know. I don't think he'll be, like, rookie of the year or, like number one receiver everywhere but he could he could probably make his way into the top 10 in the next few years for receivers sorry for my i'm also what have the baseball game open because <laughs> and nathan Avaldi just threw an amazing yeah. pitch it's the wild card game so that's just gonna that that's gonna have out. to be you know we're the minga sports co- podcast not football podcast yeah we cover sports um, um anyways that certainly was a game let's uh let's get to that segment yeah and it was a once again <laughs> once again we find baltimore in this situation oh, this is correct <laughs> and i think we're all just gonna be baltimore I, I hope could they're all just Baltimore. Well, I check their schedule, but um, it you know this was a big game for Denver. They needed to show themselves. You know they were against like pretty bad teams. You know you, you could say the Broncos are easily better than all those teams. How their how is their defense gonna fare against like a a better team? And uh, and then it good. didn't. <laughs> how is this their team? Because they played. What is it? 
they played the Giants week one. Yeah. Um, we we were finding our footing. They're a better team than us. I'll I'll give it to them. They played the Jets week two. Or, no, they played the ja- the Jags week two. Yeah. The Jags are just awful. They're a horrible team. And then they played the Jets week three. Another horrible team. So you're finally going into uh into a good team. You know, they're home against Baltimore. And I I think you predicted Denver. One of us predicted Denver. And you know, gotta you gotta so we should gotta start writing these down. But I, I do have them written down. Oh, okay. Just not on here. Where is it? Yeah, you said Denver. Well, I was, you know, Denver <laughs> is known for their defense, and I'm like, you know what? Denver's going to show up against the Ravens. And you know what? Fuck you, Broncos. Didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Yeah. Um, Broncos lost by 16, but... Like, that's not even the highlight. The highlight of this game is the beef between the two head coaches. Um, Vic Fangio and John Harbaugh got into some beef because John Harbaugh decided to run the ball with, like, in garbage time. They're mm-hmm. already up by 16. It's that, like, they need to, like, run one play at the end of the fourth quarter to end it. And so, you know, everyone thinking, oh, they're going to take a knee. The mad lad himself, Lamar Jackson, takes the ball, runs an outside run, gets five yards to keep a 43-game streak going, I think it's 43, of 100 rushing yards or more in, like, in every game. You know, that's a pretty big streak. I think they're, like, two away from breaking it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's not anything that anyone cares about. And John Harbaugh's like, eh, fuck it. You know, I'm sure these guys want it, is what he said. And, like, Lamar really wanted it. You know, he's getting emotional about it. And then Lamar said, I didn't care. <laughs> Let me get his exact, his exact words. I'm not going to lie. I ain't really care about the record. So that's funny. But Vic Fangio got very upset. Like, he went on Twitter and was like, in my 15 years, I've... Or not 15. In like my 40 years I've been coaching, I've never seen anything like this. And then, uh, he, I, I don't know, there's some serious beef going on, and I think it's funny. <clears throat> the game itself just really exposed the Broncos as, oh, they're not a great team. They're a good team, but they can't beat legitimate playoff contenders. Yeah. And we gave Baltimore a lot of shit. They're playing pretty well. Well, because fuck you, Baltimore. Fuck you, Baltimore. Yeah. They're they're playing like they're playing some quality opponents pretty close and well. Uh like they they were close with the Raiders, you know, that one was in overtime, and they were they're pretty good. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Lions, which was a little eh. And then they crushed to the Broncos. So Baltimore could be a legitimate threat, which we didn't think. We thought they were going to regress more. 
I know I did at least. Uh, I thought they'd be like, uh, eh. You know, they win a game, I'd be like, yeah. They lose a game, I'd be like, yeah. I thought they were going to get, like, maybe the seventh seed in the playoffs. And now I'm thinking maybe they can get the fifth. Because I still don't think they uh, I don't know. They're going to be close with Cleveland on the division win, I think. But we'll get to Cleveland in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that certainly was a game. It was. Uh, moving on to Thursday night football. Uh, <clears throat> we had the Jags in Cincinnati for the Bengals. Uh, I watched this game and I thought it was a pretty good game. I thought it was a good showing that, you know, Joe Burrow, I, I think we, we keep saying this, he plays like a veteran. He's, he's just, he's so good already. And he, he, you know, he has the decision-making, he's athletic. Um, and then on the other side, I thought, I don't remember what I said was the score, but I thought that Jacksonville would be just dog shit and not do anything. And Trevor Lawrence is starting to find a rhythm, which is good. You want to see that from Trevor Lawrence. He's mm -hmm. starting to figure out the NFL. They put up points against, uh, the Bengals who, what, last week were the Bungles because they, uh, what was last week? Or not last week. Well, last week, last week they didn't bungle themselves. The, the Bears. They bungled themselves against the Bears. Yes. Um, they kind but, of did against Jacksonville because, you know, yeah, you, you, uh, 24-21's pretty close, but. Yeah, the, I think the Bengals, this is going to be their big week. They play Green Bay at home. This is going to be where they, they really prove themselves. Because they're playing against a Green Bay team that is hot. Aaron Rodgers, after, he's a great yeah. football player. After the first week, you're like, oh, gee whiz. Go sit down, old man. And then he's I like, did. nah, I'm going to go play football. And then dominates. I don't think I got like too upset. I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of shocking. Maybe they regress. But I don't think that Green Bay is a bad team. They certainly win their division, no matter what. Just because, yeah. again, NFC North is not very good. But, I don't know. But the way they did win. I, so, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, Green Bay is still, like, a powerful team. You know, Aaron Rodgers shows why he was the MVP. Uh, the Bengals, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into this later, but the Bengals will set a statement if they win next week. But yeah. uh, about Jacksonville, you know, they before before I get to the title of this episode, just want to say that they they've been starting to find themselves a little bit in how to play football. So it's good that good for them. They're not going to do anything anytime soon. But I like that Trevor Lawrence is finally succeeding and finding some way in the NFL. Yeah, they can maybe get a win or two. But, you know, it, it is a lot due to their. Uh, coaching staff and urban meyer coming from you know college and having to face bama every week and to relieve that stress of facing bama every week in the nfl decides to uh get a get a bit of a lap dance why don't you take that from there um he was at what is it so a lot of people were criticizing him for like, oh, why do you like 
how'd you let that happen or whatever like how how like girl grinded on him i don't care about that that's not the part i care about it's why are you on a road game right after a road loss where you are 0 and 4 you are at oh and five own five <laughs> because oh. of this oh yeah no i see um after after go after losing so much you decide to go to your own restaurant in columbus ohio and you know just post up there not go home with the team, you know, not go scheme for next week with your coaches, not go help prepare your team. No, you decide to go to a fucking your own bar. And Wait, let it was his eat. own bar? That's his restaurant. He owns it? Rest- yes. Oh. Yes. That is Urban Meyer's restaurant. And he, he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he just lets, you know. I don't know if he lets it happen. It happens. Looks like it. He kind of looks like it in the video. If he didn't want it to happen, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. He was okay with it. Yeah, he was content. But it's like, it's one of those moments where it's like, oh, it's a bad place for a camera to be. Blah, 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 whatever. I don't really care about that. But go, like, prepare for next week. You're already on the hot seat for being a bad coach in the NFL. He's already ridiculed of wanting to leave immediately. Yeah, don't get yourself into anything else. And what does he do? He gets himself himself. into something else. So, good job. Good job, Urban Meyer. Yeah, you really can't be doing this. Yeah. Um... Yeah, not much said. Uh, kind of, you know, go go have a drink in private or something. Uh, maybe you know. It, it is a little inappropriate to bring the team after a loss to a restaurant, but if you want to treat them while you're there, it, it'd be understandable if it's your restaurant. No, the team was already home. Oh, oh, the team was already back in Jacksonville. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Urban Meyer. kind of a piece of kind of a piece of shit move that's what bothered me but um that's pretty not cool yeah is what it is we'll see what happens uh management had a meeting about him today it's like it's inexcusable when we have to build his trust back like okay or just fire him at the end of the season like you should like they will before the end of the season uh next game it was Washington football team in Atlanta. They take the W thirty four to thirty against Atlanta. It's know. against Atlanta. So I honestly, with how the football team has been performing, I I'd say the football team is a bit better of a team, but they're not too far apart. And and I'm sure if there was a ranking uh, of like power rankings. Football team in Atlanta wouldn't be too far apart. No, I I think I think a lot of people are overhyping Washington. They scored on a last second against the Giants. Of so which they that. shouldn't have. They shouldn't have won. 
Uh, and then they beat the Falcons barely on like a two minute drive. Um, they got destroyed by the Bills, and then they lost to the Chargers. Uh, your explosive, you know, said to be the best front four in the NFL. And it's uh, how's that? How's that pain for you? See, the thing about it is everyone's like hyping up Washington. You can't have a good defense if your only good players are on your your front four. I like Montez Sweat, or I think yeah, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Jonathan Allen. Like, you got some big names on that front four who are very good players. But when you get like. I want to see Matt Ryan's really like time in the pocket. Matty Ice. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm sure he got most of his plays off within two seconds. Matt Matt Ryan has been surprising yeah, me. Been. I thought because going into the season, I was like, okay, the Falcons are like, I don't know, thirtieth team. They're just dog shit. They haven't mm-hmm. been playing like it. They have not been playing like they're the 30th team in the NFL. No. Which is good. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll always have a 28-3 over your head, but that yeah, was good. Yeah. yeah, they're not a bad team. They're not an amazing they, team. They went, they're not an amazing team, but they're not terrible. And I'm not saying that just because they beat the Giants. So what? But a lot of their passes, a lot of their passes did come from like outside, and I, like I, he threw to the flat a lot. To, I think all four of the touchdowns that they scored were from running back. Yeah, because Cordero Patterson's technically a running back, so he he scored three, and then Mike Davis, their other running back, scored another. So, I think all of them came from running backs running a flat route. So it's basically a screen. So you back up in the pocket, you throw to that flat, and then it's just you hope that your receivers block and get a good, you know, you can get a good run out of it. Like he had a, Cordell Patterson had a 42, a 12, and a 14. So you're already in red zone running these plays. And Mike Davis had a 7. So the 42 is really just the outlier. So you're running screen passes in the red zone. That can be easily exploitable. If you have a good secondary, which Washington, I do not think has. I I would like to give props to uh, Heineke for really taking over the team, though. Oh, yeah, because he, he hasn't. It has been clear that the football team has not had their confidence in him. You know, they they got Fitzmagic, which, you know, he got injured, but. Which showed me that they, you know, they didn't have confidence in Heineke, and just like last year, he stepped up and he performed. I do not think that Fitzpatrick um, starts for this team again. I Heineke has seemed to Unless win Heineke the love of his injured. of his team over. Yeah, Chase Young literally loves him. Like I, they could start dating, and I would not be surprised. <laughs> but um. What is it? Yeah, he's definitely earned the respect of his teammates. He plays pretty well on top of that. 
But and like he put up, he put up six or five touchdowns, which that's pretty good. I I like I like Haneke. I think he's a he's a good quarterback, and he just seems like a cool guy. I don't know if he's the problem is I don't know if he's a franchise guy. He might just be one of those. Give him I honestly give him just the rest of the season, and I'll tell you. I think he might be one of those guys who you who you bring in for a season, he'll play well, and then he'll be okay. Like he'll be a decent, like he'll be like a Joe Flacco almost. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Flacco when he was in Baltimore, he was a placeholder. Yeah. He said, "I can throw the ball sometimes, and I can hand it off really well, but my defense is going to carry the game." That's how Joe Flacco played in Baltimore. That's how Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl in Baltimore. Yeah. But I think he might become one of those guys where he can make plays if he has to, but they're not going to rely on him. Like the Chiefs, they rely on Mahomes. The Giants, they have to rely on fucking Danny Dimes now. Who throws dimes. Who throws dimes. Literal dimes. <laughs> but um, I don't think he's gonna, he's not going to become the guy that they rely on. He's going to be the guy that, uh, up, like the placeholder. Mm-hmm. He's there to fill the roster spot, and he's good at what he does. And he'll be any team who wants him, or if he stays in the football team, solid backup. Absolute stud oh, of a backup. Yeah. yeah, if he's... Again, he he might be like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He might have to bounce around from team to team who, like as a placeholder for teams that need a quarterback. And he can he can win games if he has to. But uh, that brings me into the best backup in the league. Mitchell Trubisky. Your reigning MVP, Mitchell Trubisky, ran in a touchdown against Houston in Buffalo. Yes. Yes, he did. Number 10 took the field. I saw the score, and I'm like, I don't think I need to watch the highlights. (laughs) I I saw a highlight on Instagram and I'm like, this is why I need to buy a Buffalo jersey. This is why. Because you have an absolute stud at quarterback backing up an absolute stud. That's so BM. He had a four-yard touchdown run with three and a half minutes left. Yeah. And I love him. (laughs) That's... (laughs) That's just mean. No. It's the Mitch. Anyway, there's not much to say about this. You you know we know Buffalo's gonna be Buffalo's a great team, top team in the NFL. They showed they're the number one team this week. Honestly, they they just their offense is playing way too good. Um, hell of a week for Tyler Bass, by the way. He put he kicked all four extra points and four field goals. So. Hell of a week for him. Um, he's a, he's a, he's the, he's a rookie, right? Tyler Bass. Yeah, like he was no. just drafted. He's not. No. Who he was on he was on Buffalo last year. Who might have been rookie of? last year? I don't know. Let's check it out. I don't know who was he drafted. Of. Oh, he was drafted last year. Okay. Yeah. I knew he was but, new, but I think there is a. a now, I think it might be Cincy's. I don't know. Uh, 
Stefan Diggs says Tyler <clears throat> Bass is the swaggiest uh the swaggiest kicker in the league. Hell I'm yeah. with it. I'm with it. Um yeah, Houston, I don't blame you. You got a guy who's not ready at quarterback. He's trying his best. Davis Mills is trying his best. Is he though? He went eleven for twenty one, eighty seven yards and four interceptions. He's not ready. <laughs> yeah. Third round quarterback pick is usually never ready. Should have stayed in college, in my opinion. He would have been a top pick, but man, want to go to the NFL? Can't blame him. Yeah, especially quarterbacks this year, right? Or yeah, for this year's draft class, are less than stellar. They're good, but they're not like great. There was one quarterback who's pretty good this year. It must be was. Tom Brady. Yeah? Yeah. And their leading rusher only had 24... How many total yards did... How many total yards did... Uh, Houston have? Did Houston have? Let's see, negative 8, 7, 12, negative 11. Hey, did so, like, 9? Did they go negative in yards? Oh, I, hold on. I gotta do some math to talk for a second. Okay. Uh, so I think this is great for, uh, Buffalo. Um, uh, they don't, you know, they've been playing some eh teams, so it's not too surprising who I think they, uh, yeah, they play the chiefs next week and that's going to be an actually good game. Uh, you know, they, they played the Steelers, you know, they should have won that game. They were just shit in the bed. But then they played the Dolphins, who had uh, lost their starting quarterback. And then they played the football team, who, I mean, I guess should have a better defense, or was supposed to have a better defense, and really show that they didn't. And against the Texans, obviously, he did great. Josh Allen is top quarterback in the league. Against the Chiefs, though, is where we're actually going to see, is this going to you know keep going through? And honestly, I think yes. We'll get into that later. I think yes. Yeah. Um... Guess how many yards Houston had in this game? How many positive? How many net yards? Five. Five? Yeah. That's a little low. Nine? No, it was it was fifty six. Oh. They yes. went negative. They went negative five in the first half. Oh. Oh. Or negative twenty. Negative twenty five total yards in the first half, and then the second half, um, two interceptions, a fumble, and a punt. But net fifty six. Oh well, you said like negative seventeen five. Yeah, because their first, all right, their first drive negative eight and a punt. Second drive seven and on downs. Yeah, those are the only numbers I heard, so I figured those were quarter numbers. Third drive twelve, and and a pick, then negative eleven and a punt, negative nine and a punt, negative five and a punt, negative fifteen and a pick, four yards at the end of the half. Then 11 and a punt, 12 and a fumble, 31, but picked, and then 27, but picked. Man, Houston. <laughs> That's five turnovers. Uh, that Six if you count the one on downs. They got bullied enough. Let's move on. Uh, so the Bears hosted the Lions, and with... Uh, their starting quarterback for possibly only a couple weeks or the rest of the season, depending on how he keeps playing. Justin Fields has his first career NFL win 
it is against the Lions, but it's a win. And when I you're the take, Bears, you take I those. Take this, I would take this with a grain of salt if I'm a Bears fan. You don't, you don't gauge how good someone is by playing the Lions. You gauge if they can play by playing the Lions. But, like, wait, what did he do? He only threw 17 times. How many times did he make it? 11. He went 11 for 17, 209 yards, and a pick. No touchdowns. I assume his line collapsed. They lost a running back, I saw. No, this, I was about to talk about this. David Montgomery going down is huge because he was their playmaker the past few weeks. Let's Like, his season stats... Let's see. Uh, regular season, he has sixty-nine nice rushing attempts, <laughs> three hundred yards, three touchdowns. That's, yeah. In four games. That's some. That's some pretty good numbers. Four games. You what is? What is he yards. out with? Um, knee injury. It's it's a sprain, so he's out four to five is what they're expecting. So that leaves him missing games against Raiders, Packers, Bucks, Niners, Steelers. Uh. <laughs> and and Andy yeah. Dalton's supposed to be coming back. I, I thought he was only like three weeks. No, he might not. He might not miss the Steelers because there's a bye week in between there. Uh, Andy Dalton. Let me check when he's. He's questionable this week, but I don't think he'll play. I think it would said like three week, three to five or something was, like that when he went out. This week though is the thing. Like they were, um, they were considering all three quarterbacks. I would assume it was the Lions, and they were like, "We want to see Justin Fields how he can play, so let's let him play this one." Giving you know, give Andy Dolan a rest. Yeah, it was at home too, so they just wanted the home crowd to feel hopium. With the Justin Fields playing, and I'm sure they stomped. the Bears fans loved it. They're gonna get stomped by the Raiders, stomped by the Packers, stomped by the Bucks, and maybe the Niners could be close. Maybe, maybe Justin Fields still does not have a passing touchdown. His QBR is 16. E. Oh no. What are his stats? He's 25 for 52, 350 yards, two picks, no touchdowns. Uh, an overall passer rating, yeah, an overall passer rating of 53.9 out of 158. Now, I don't want to be skeptical, but those numbers do not scream franchise quarterback to me. But they might scream bust. They might scream bust. That's true. Wait. That that moving on from that sentence. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh yeah. Bears fans, don't get excited. You're about to get an ass whooping. Yeah. You're about to get busted. <laughs> Man's about a bust. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Alright, next game. Uh 
Carolina, Carolina in Dallas. Carolina goes into Dallas and loses. Um, upsetting. Not a lot to. Not a lot to. Upset. I said I, ups, I said upsetting. Oh. Like I, yeah, I wanted the Panthers to win. I was like, I don't think you can really even call this an upset. It's Carolina had glaring weaknesses. They just had an easy schedule, and Dallas yeah. is apparently a good team now. Well, they have players. They have playmakers. They have uh, a amazing quarterback. Their defense is, you know, a, it's a defense. Carolina drafted seven people for defense. Of their seven picks, they drafted seven defenders in 2020. Where is that? Where's uh, that mentality now? I feel like your offense is is set. Yeah. Right? Like Their offense they, gets it done. I mean, they put up, what, 28? Yeah, they put up 28 against Dallas, whose defense is rapidly improving. Putting up 28 against anybody is difficult. Yeah. So Sam Darnold, they seem to have figured him out. He's, you know, good, capable of winning games. Fire every coach um, in uh, New York who ever York. spoke to him. Yeah. Uh, then you get then you get Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. And imagine if they had a healthy McCaffrey. This def- this offense would be great. But um. Oh, Schwarber just hit a bomb. Sorry. Did he? Yeah. I, oh, oh I, go on. <laughs> I I'm on a commercial break right now. Uh, you're a little behind. Feels bad. All right. Anyways, um, Carolina's defense. They have what? Derek Brown, and that's about it. That's the only name I can think of off the top of my head. Let's check out the depth chart. Uh, yeah, Derek Brown, CJ Henderson, kind of Jacksonville, Shaq Thompson. Like, they're all right, but I think they're going to need some big names in the draft or in free agency this year if they really want to make a difference next year. But they could... They could be returning to the playoffs very soon. Their division has Tampa, so Brady. Yeah. So, you know, they're most likely going to win. Then you got New Orleans, who literally is a roller coaster of a team. They play good and they play bad. Holy shit. Schwarber hit a nuke. I just caught up. 97 mile an hour. Oh my god. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. But. Sucks to be a Yankees fan. Could not be me. Actually couldn't. Could not be me. Shout out TJ. (laughs) Shout out TJ. What Um, was I just talking about? Oh yeah. Carolina needs to build a defense. And they could be in there. uh, Maybe in the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe get a wild card. You're not winning against Tampa. New Orleans is a roller coaster. All right, I'm back on track. Uh, and then the other team in your division is just not good. The Falcons are, you know, they try, but they can't win games consistently. So Carolina, although they were exposed in this game of like, oh, 
three and zero teams, not good, whatever. Uh, they're still not bad. But speaking of TJ and the Dolphins, <laughs> uh, I was wait. I was sitting on this segue. Oh, nice. Um, the Colts got their first win of the season. Good for them. I'm sure Pat McAfee is ecstatic. Against the Miami, who where they they wore throwback uh unis which are great. Miami throwbacks are nice. Yeah, I love good. I love the Miami throwbacks. I think they're great. Yeah, but the thing is they've had like the same logo and basically the same uniform for decades. Just they just change it up a little bit every few years. The colors are different now. I yeah. I like the old teal. It looks nice. It's a little darker. But anyways, okay. uh yeah, I guess. Carson Wentz again i i couldn't catch all these games sorry uh apparently had a game he played good football which you know he it's obvious that he's getting more comfortable in the system but it's also they do not have tua on the you know on the miami side of the ball yo don't even sleep on jacoby Brissett. it is jacoby Brissett. i'm not and i i let me finish Man went 20 for 30, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. No picks. And I I am not saying that Jacoby Brissett is a bad quarterback. You know, he's in the league for a reason. Mm -hmm. He, I mean, not even close to the best starting quarterback right now. No. But, yeah, he's, he's not, like, starting caliber. Tua? Jacoby Brissett. Oh, Brissett. I thought you were talking about Tua, and I'm like, Tua can start games. I, I, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of guys I'd take over Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he, obviously he plays good. He's in the league mm-hmm. because, you know, he sits in that backup position to do what he needs to do, and he's doing it right now, and that's amazing. I, I think if the league had expanded to 36 teams, Jacoby Brissett could be a starter somewhere. Yeah, I think, sure. I think he's he's one of the top backups. Like, unironically, he's one of the top backups in the league. I would say him and Trubisky and Mike Glennon. And you could technically count Heineke? Uh, um, yeah. Not right now, but he, 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 he is a backup. Technically, yeah. But Brissette's not bad. It's just they needed to rely on running game, and they could not do that. They uh, their lead rusher had twenty three yards. So that's like a position that you really need to, you know, put you need to put some uh some stock into that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you dominate on the ground, it'll leave you. It'll make you better to. It'll get you better to dominate in the air. And Jacoby Brissett, he did pretty good in the air. On the ground, twenty-three yards. Your leading rusher. That's it. That is pretty, uh, as they say, dookie dog shit. Yes, yes, that is what they say. (laughs) I've heard that term a few times. It's actually a professional term. Uh, this this coming in, they just pulled Garrett Cole. Fuck you, Yankees (laughs) fans. Oh, that's funny. I was just about to say that point before you started saying it. Anyways, 
Uh, Indy played a good game. Miami sucks. They're not going to get 10 wins again. Nope. What a shame. Uh, moving on Cleveland to... and Minnesota. Yeah. Um, this is... Cleveland is a weird team this year. They are. Because Everyone thought that their offense was going to be so electric. Especially getting OBJ back. They were like, oh, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then Jarvis Landry goes out and OBJ comes back and they do worse. I think I do think Jarvis Landry was like holding this team together. Because like he goes out and they just in like what he went out in the second game? Um yeah. Yeah, he went out in the second game. The first game they scored 29 against the Chiefs. The second game they scored 20 or 31 against the Texans. Then they scored 26 against the Bears, but some of that was defensive. And they only scored 14 against the Vikings. So you're seeing a a clear regression from this team mm-hmm. offensively. However, defensively, holding the Chiefs to 33, which is pretty good. If, if the Chiefs are uh, hard to hold, that, that offense is mm, very yeah. good. The Tyrod Taylor Texans to 21. Uh, the Bears to 6 and the Vikings to 7. The defense has really been showing up. Holding a team to 7 points and 6 points consecutively, very good. Very difficult to do, very good for you guys. Yeah. So... I, this is where I was going to get into like divisional talks. I thought Cleveland was a clear lock. I I also did. But Baltimore's going to give them a run for their money if their offense can't step up. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about how Minnesota played. They they played. They're, they're just such a tragic team this year. They are 1-3 but have a plus 2 point differential. Like, that's just sad. Yeah, the Vikings have kind of been cucked out of their season so far. Yeah, they missed on what? Last second field goal. Twice. Yeah, last second field goal they lost. They missed the last second field goal and lost against the Cardinals. They lost against Seattle, and then they they lost by one score against the Browns. So, like, they haven't been playing bad but they like also haven't been playing great mm-hmm. to the to where they should be playing you know you have Thielen and Jefferson and Dalvin Cook who's always questionable and Kirk Cousins who's pretty good yeah but their O-line is not great yeah their O-line is is less than ideal and I think they're trying to fix that. They drafted Christian Derisaw, uh this year. And I think they're going to probably need to start getting more line in this year's draft. Because their defense, looking at some of these names, pretty good. Their offense yeah. is, like, other than the line. They got some other star receivers out there. They got Kirk Cousins who can play football pretty good. Yeah. But, like, their defense, too. Daniil Hunter and Dalvin Tomlinson on the line. Very good. 
Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr in the linebacker spot, pretty good. Harrison Smith and Xavier Woods at safety. And Pat Pete in the cornerback position. Like, this should be, they should be a better team, but they just keep getting, they, they keep getting cocked out of wins. And that's just unfortunate for them. Moving on to the last undefeated team. Uh, there were and five. moving on to the 4 o'clock games. The 4 o'clock games, yeah. There were five undefeated teams after week 2 or 3. three. After week 4, one remains, and that one is Arizona. Um, neither of us saw this one coming, I don't think. New. Because I, yeah, predictions. I saw the predictions. In the, uh, yeah. I thought the Rams would do, you know, amazing. And not to say that they didn't. They obviously, you know, they put up their fight, kind yeah. of. Um, but the Cardinals, I was looking over their season. They're going to have a pretty high one season if they keep playing mm-hmm. at this level. And you wrote it down here. Kyler Murray knows how to play football. Yeah, I wrote down Kyler is good at football, and good was in caps, because uh, he did pass Mahomes today as the MVP frontrunner for, like, uh, the sportsbook's odds or whatever. Mm -hmm. He did pass Mahomes, and he is the leader in MVP odds right now. So, that says something. Uh, He's you a know, great dual threat quarterback. Arizona sports are, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, Arizona sports are known for being wild cards. Bad. They could be very good or very bad. No, the, just being bad. The well, Diamondbacks have about. sometimes like understood baseball. Not usually. Like they had, it was when they had like the best pitcher ever, Randy Johnson. They won that. A World Series, and that is it. That's the only time they've sniffed the postseason. But um, and what other team? Yeah, the other teams are the the Coyotes. They're not good. The Coyotes haven't been to playoffs in a long time, and the the Phoenix Suns are, you know, they're all right. They made it to the finals this year. But, but a, a a commonly dog shit team in the Cardinals, they they you know they've rebuilt good. They they yeah, they finally got their their stars. They've got their pieces. You know they they got D Hop and an absolute swindle. AJ Green has been showing up as well for them. Christian Kirk, the most underrated wide receiver in the league until this season uh put it in god's work uh but yeah they beat the rams yeah, and jj watt showing that he's not he's not completely washed up you know he's not as no. fast as he used to be he's getting older he's been in the league for quite a bit but he's still there they paid him money they had him come over to arizona and they showed him a great time and he's playing pretty good football and I've said that this line of like this this line of Chandler Jones and JJ Watt is going to be lethal. And boy was I right. Boy is it. 
boy is it. But um, Stafford couldn't even like do a lot because of that. He was under pressure in a lot of his like plays and couldn't get much done. Uh, the Rams' defense kind of shut down. Probably one of the best defenses in football. Mm-hmm. And Kyler Murray just torched it. And I think, I think when they play again later in the season, it's really gonna matter. When like, do they? When do they play again? Uh, I... December thirteenth. Yeah, they play uh, it's again. it's in a while. They're gonna be that's that'll be a good game. Yeah, week fourteen. Um, that's that's something you mark your you mark on your calendars. Is that game? I'm sure and tickets are not that cheap for that game, already. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the Cardinals, they seem to have a grip on their division. After beating the Rams, I would say they could probably go four and two against their division, if not five and one. Um. I think they probably lose one to the Seahawks here or there. Maybe the Rams again. But I think they could sweep the Niners. And then they play the Browns and the Texans. So with their with the Browns offense, how they're playing right now. I don't think they could beat the Cardinals. That's gonna be no, that's gonna be like all focus is gonna be on Arizona's offense versus uh, Cleveland defense. And then Cleveland's offense is going to take the field and no one's going to give a shit. That's how that's going to be. But Yeah, talking about the Seahawks when they uh, went to San Fran and beat them 28-21, uh... It it was gonna happen eventually. We all we all understood. We all, we all know why they went up to number three to get a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt again. Um, man, poor guy. He's such a good quarterback, and he just cannot stay healthy. And it sucks because you know you want you know he's a former Patriot. I want him to succeed. He had you know he has a ring with us. We love we love him. He's good. That's the thing. He's also just so good at quarterback. Yeah, and like, he has a sixty-one percent complete or no, a sixty-six percent completion rating this season. Almost a thousand yards, five touchdowns, two picks, with almost with a ninety-seven passer rating. Like those are good numbers. He puts up like. Good numbers, almost top ten, definitely top fifteen, almost top ten numbers, and he just cannot stay healthy. It's just so sad. It is. It is pretty sad. Uh, you know, I used to dislike the Niners because they lost to the Ravens in the Super Bowl, but now that I am an avid Ravens hater, I can like the Niners. People change. <laughs> You know, people can change. Learn from Nacho here. Yeah, quote of the day. And uh, but on the other side, the Seahawks they they look good. You know, yeah, the Seahawks they look a lot better than they have in past weeks. Uh, what Russ cooked a little bit. 
He went 16 for 23, 150 yards, two or two touchdowns, no picks. And uh, did that mostly without a rushing game. Like, their leading rusher had 44 yards and a touchdown off of 10 carries. But, you know, not not a bad not a bad showing from the Seahawks offense. It's they just once they again, need to find a rhythm. It's once again the Seahawks defense. Yeah. Like if they show up, the Seahawks could be a dangerous team. If they don't show up, then Russ is going to have to cook a lot. He's going to have to, you know, start preparing. He's going to have to start catering. You know? And Metcalf can deliver. You know, he Metcalf uh, can play some pretty good football. And they got Tyler Lockett, who is also uh Okay, good. Uh he he could play some pretty good football. And uh I, I don't know that the Seahawks are gonna have an amazing season this year. Uh but they're you know, they need to they need to find some pieces, they need to figure out what's wrong, which is their defense and draft some defensive players to uh better themselves yeah all right next game old big ben loses to old aaron Rodgers in 27 to 17 that final big ben wait he got his 400th uh career touchdown and it, it was like i don't know it gotta be his longest pass of the season it, it was pretty oh yeah it was like it was like 40 yards or something and that was the first deep ball I've seen him throw all season. Big Ben, you know, they he obviously has it in his head or the coaches are telling him that he's good enough to play and that's why he came back. Man, he shouldn't have. Don't Ben, come on, man. I don't think there's a way that he comes back next season. I he shouldn't Unless unless he actually like starts performing, he should not come back next I, season. You know, even if the the Steelers don't do great this year, people will understand and people will be like, "Big Ben, great career, congratulations, dude." Nobody's gonna hate you if you do yeah. if you don't do great. I mean, they're the Steelers are in the last of their division. It's because they they've been playing solid for a while. You know, they were what eleven and five last season they yeah they they went 11 and 0 and then they they lost uh the last five regular season games and then they lost to cleveland in the wildcard round but like i think i think the real reason he came back is because he believed that they could win as a team that's there eh, probably i really i really do think that like, you look at the defense, and it should be so good. T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward up front. Devin Bush, Joe Schobert, Joe Hayden, Terrell Edmonds, Minko Fitzpatrick. Like, this team, this defense should be great. Melvin Ingram is in a second-string position. And then, like, their their offense, Najee Harris has been putting in a lot of work at running back. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju. As much shit I give Juju and Chase Claypool for being TikTok stars. They can, they play, can play football. The yeah. They can catch the ball sometimes. Um and then James Washington, such an underrated receiver that they just don't play for whatever reason, but 
whatever. Eric Ebron, a great pass-catching tight end and a great blocking tight end. Derek Watt, a fullback that they barely use because they don't scheme it for some reason. Who uses fullbacks anymore? Uh, the Giants actually use a fullback pretty pretty often. We'll use them at like goal lines. We put them in to block on like second and short or something. Good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It it's just that Green Bay is just so good, and you know Rogers knows where Devonta Adams or wait Devonte Adams Devont I get yeah Devonte okay Devante. thank you I get confused because he talked about yeah Devonta Smith and I was and yeah, whatever uh they have such good chemistry they know he knows exactly where. Rogers is going to put the ball, and he's such a good playmaker that it's very difficult to stop. Yeah, like he has great chemistry with all of his players, all of his, and like they all respect him. Like Devontae Adams was about to leave, he stopped his contract extension talks because he wasn't sure if Rogers was going to stay or not. Like that shows real commitment right there. But um. Yeah, Green Bay just came out as the way better team. Pittsburgh, their offense is definitely not good, and their defense has kind of been underwhelming. Their defense was supposed to be good, and they're just not performing. Yeah. Kind of like football team. Yeah. I'd, I'd say similar to the football team. Yeah. But uh, our, our last night... game of the, the week, Monday Night Football, uh, you, you, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, you got it. No, you okay. got it. Uh, we had the Raiders in Los Angeles right after, might I add, you know, the Rams just played in SoFi. They then had to clean up the field and paint it over for the Chargers, which I also at noted that the bolt in the middle of the field is actually massive, and I think it might be the biggest NFL logo nice. on a field because it is big. Um, and Justin Herbert shows that he could be in run for an MVP. Not that he's a top guy. He's not, but Justin Herbert plays some good football. He, he was just, he was balling out. He A lot the, of people are putting him in the conversation for MVP. I say he's in the conversation. He's not the top guy. Obviously we talk about the top guy, we Kyler Murray right now, but yeah. And then, you know, the Chargers defense, who we thought was going to be, or at least every, you know, they're like average, people thought, you know, they, they can stop. They're not like the top defense, but they're not the worst. They're playing good. They're playing good defense. The Chargers are clicking on all cylinders and, you know, against a Raiders team who is pretty lethal and has been winning some good football games. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought the Raiders were going to win this. But um, one thing I do have to say is the Raiders need to learn how to start games. They have, you see them, like, they all their wins are come from behind, I think. Because. Yeah, I think you're right. Baltimore was, Baltimore was a come from behind. Uh, Miami was a come from behind. I don't know if Pittsburgh was. But they don't know how to start games. 
They know how to finish them, but they don't know how to start. And I think they were down like 14 nothing in this one. Or, no, they were down 21 nothing in this one entering the half. And they just couldn't bring it back in time. No, they couldn't. So, if they, they need to learn how to play in the first half. And when they do, I think they could be a very dangerous team. Like, we've, like they've already shown. Mm-hmm. But their next few opponents are pretty easy, and then that leads them into Chiefs week. So, good luck to them. Yeah, Derek Carr just gives, like, the Tom Brady angie face, and then they he kind of balls out. But it's just not enough. You're right. He needs to – Yeah. You, you need to late. capitalize in the first half. Yeah. All right, moving on. That was it for our game recaps. Let's go to our predictions. So, Nacho went 8-8 eight and eight this week with uh, no perfect predictions. And I went 10-6 and six with one perfect. I guessed the, um, the Browns by 7 and the Browns won by 7. So, there's my, there's my one contribution. Very nice. Um, so, we're going to be keeping track of this bi-weekly. Like, so, every week. We're going to update it, and then we're going to update it on the year, as yearly as well. And mm-hmm. I have our percentages and everything set up. And if you'd That's like to thing. have any more segments or ideas, uh, comment them down Let below, and we'd be happy to uh, include them. Yeah. And now on to our next segment. Uh, awards. Award or award leaders. Who do we think is leading in awards? So, MVP. We already stated Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray but, right now is know. the top guy. Stafford is, oh, of course, hugely in the question. Um, and Mahomes is always up there. Mahomes, he's always going to be there. Um, Josh Allen, I think he could uh, really show himself if he keeps performing like this. But it's also, again, it's, I, as we keep going through the weeks, it'll be easier and easier to tell. It's very yeah. early. A lot of football left. But as of right now, like if this... You know, our right now we're saying if the season ended today, Kyler Murray would probably take home the MVP. Yeah, if the season ended, I would give it to Murray. Mahomes would probably be running up. No, no, Stafford would be running up, and then Mahomes, I would say, is third. But you got to keep Josh Allen in the conversation. He had that one bad game against Pittsburgh, and then has just completely balled out the next three games. He like he got angry. Uh, Justin Herbert, I think, has to be in the conversation now. Just because of how how clutch he is, big like how clutch he's becoming, he's becoming a great quarterback. He will be a franchise guy for Los Angeles, and I put Derek Carr on this list just because he's been playing pretty well. Like I think he led the league in passing yards after last week, and I don't think he's doing it now. But he has fourteen hundred passing yards in four weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's got to amount to something, but I'd put Murray Mahomes or Murray Stafford then Mahomes. And next on the offensive player of the year, he he is still Derek Carr is still leading in passing yards. Is he okay? Yeah, offensive player of the year. I mean, I I would, don't know. I we that, wrote a few names down, but I don't know who I'd pick out. Of we, them. we wrote down Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Um, I don't think Tyreek is there. He's obviously in the question because he's been catching insane balls. I don't think you can put either of the Chiefs on there. Maybe Kelsey, 
but like I don't think he's done enough over every single game. Cooper Cup, I, I like he has been like breakout for these for these Rams. He's done phenomenally, and he's on a good team, which always helps with awards. Um, but then again, he's got to go up against the bowling ball himself, King Henry. So, I don't know. I think I'd give it to Cooper. You would? Honestly, yeah. He's He's been such an important part of this Rams offense that I, I, I think he he's just better. He's done more than uh, Derrick Henry has. You know, all all you all you've been hearing past four weeks, Stafford to cup, Stafford to cup, mm-hmm. and it's just been touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I I think yeah. I'd have to give it to Cooper Cup. I think Cooper, what is it? So Derrick Henry has a hundred and thirteen carries for five hundred ten yards and four touchdowns. Cooper Cup has thirty receptions for four hundred and thirty yards and five touchdowns. And that doesn't that stat doesn't say how many of those catches were in his hands and his chest. How many of those were you know no. in the ground? He had to jump for toe taps. Yeah, like Cooper Cup has has been a great player for the Rams. He's he's been like their sideline guy. He's been their go to. Everyone thought it was going to be Robert Woods. Like last year, it was Robert Woods. Robert Woods has become a third string receiver on their team now cooper cup is like their guy van jefferson has been you know popping up as their their second string and robert woods is basically a a running back at this point but cup is good and i think it's close between cup and henry i think i'd have to give it to cooper cup but if someone were to say derrick henry i'd say okay that's yeah i'd say fair that's fair um, um defensive player of the year this one's also tough it is because you know you could say oh miles garrett because he had you know what was it four and a half sacks five and a half yeah, four and a half well he had four and a half in a game but, but chandler jones also had five in a game yeah um but the real big thing here like and the other name another name we have on here is aaron donald just because you always have to have him you kind of have it's aaron donald the other name I have here is Trayvon Diggs. Five picks in four games. I don't care how, like, if it was thrown badly, if it was thrown you know, to him, thrown to him. That's a lot. Five picks, five picks is five picks in four games. That's some, more than some like guys have five picks in a season. You're lucky if you have five picks in a season. Like that's good. I think last year, I think Xavier Howard led. Uh. Led the league with ten picks, so he has half of last year's leader in four games. So he's still got thirteen left to get five and past last year's leader, which very doable, very winnable. I think he would be my vote. They really hyped him up in Hard Knocks too. Hard Knocks Dallas, they hyped up Trayvon Diggs. They showed his son. You know, I thought he's cute, but I hate children, so. It was just kind of, it was kind of annoying to me, but anyway, anyways. Um, I think I'd also have to agree with you. 
Mm-hmm. I think Chandler Jones is probably a close. Or no, I don't know. Chandler Jones and Miles Garrett, I think. Are Miles Garrett has. You've seen the improvement that he's had. And you see, you see the difference he makes on a defense. Mm. Like, did you see that play where he like he the teleport? Ju- yeah, he literally jukes a lineman and like teleports, fucking to the like teleports to, to his left. left. Just, just gets straight through. It's insane. I think you'd have to give it to Miles Garrett. Chandler Jones isn't flashy enough. That's what they really look for in awards. Honestly, yeah. It was a big yeah. game for him. Mm-hmm. But it was against a crumbling line. Yeah. It's still... It Yeah. He still got the numbers. Um, And then my favorite one. Yeah. Honestly, like, putting my bias aside, I'd still give it to Mac Jones. I would give it to Mac Jones. He has been like, he's loved by the press. He has the numbers to back it. Like, yeah, you could say Jamar Chase. He has four, five, four type passing touchdowns. I think. I think four. Uh, he's been Joe Burrow's guy. They they don't even need to build chemistry because it's already there. Um, and you know, people could give an argument for Najee Harris, and. There was an argument I saw I wrote on the list for Zach Wilson because of the game against uh, the Titans. He's not winning Rookie of the Year. He's I'm sorry, he's not. He's just not, you know. He's obviously in the league for a reason, but he's not performing as good as Mac Jones has been performing. Mac Jones has yeah. been showing that, you know, he's a rookie, but he's a starter in this league because, you know, Belichick took him, like, took a rookie over a seasoned veteran who had major improvement. He, you know, he almost beat Tom Brady. He is, his football knowledge, his ability to read the defense, his arm, you know, people don't talk about, he has such a cannon. And he was very mobile against uh, Tampa Bay. You know, he's not a mobile guy, but he can roll out and throw the ball he on can, a dime. He can, scramble. he can scramble pretty well. You know, he's he, can he run for the first down? Yeah. Is he going to run for any more than that? No. No. But huge argument for Mac Jones. Yeah, I think you really just, you really nailed it on that. I don't see anyone else winning it as of right now. The only thing I can see really keeping him back as if another one of the rookie quarterbacks decides to just fucking pop off for the remainder of the season and Mac Jones doesn't improve. That's the only way I see Mac Jones not winning that award. And that's not in his nature because even, you know, again, what was in Miami? He was pissed against Miami that he lost. He was very upset Mm -hmm. and he came out and he, you know, he showed improvement. Every game in the preseason, he showed major improvement because he, all he does is he watches film and then he just learns from it. Yeah, and that's, that's like, that's such an underrated part of, um, of football. 
a lot of people don't like you know they're like oh they see what's going on whatever and they're like oh why don't they just throw it to this guy do this whatever and everyone thinks that they're great they don't realize how many hours is spent in film like film sessions trying to learn defenses learn what their opponent is going to throw at them and the more you know that the more you're prepared you're gonna be it's like studying for a test you study what is on the exam or you study what's going to happen which is what the uh opposing defense did the previous week and you look at it you keep looking at it and you take notes so that way when the test comes on sunday you're prepared and you know exactly what that defense is going to throw at you mac jones has he has a great decision making like trait like he really does and know where the ball should go and places it there during the draft everybody was talking about mac jones and his photographic memory and he's showing it he's you know i said it earlier he had a 4.0 gpa at bama he -hmm. is a smart kid and he is here to play football in in the league for a while anyways yeah defensive rookie of the year i have micah parsons I also have Micah Parsons. I don't don't think you could put anyone else. Uh, I put a few names in the conversation. That was Pat Sertain. Because, I don't know, he's been playing pretty good for the Broncos when he plays. Because that secondary is already stacked. I put Aziz Ojulari just because Giants fanboy. Um, But he (laughs) did get three sacks in his first three games. Uh, Yeah, he had a sack in each of his first three games which is pretty big he's been a great a great guy for us off the edge it's just you know we need more trouble or we need more help up the middle that's our that's our biggest issue right now i would say and uh i think micah parsons was thrown in the end i forget what game it's yeah. that was he was thrown in at the end whatever the third game was uh, yeah. but they threw him in at the end and he dominated some people as much as i hate the cowboys i hate how they're good this year like, they were hyped up before the season, and they're, like, actually... They're always good. hyped up. They're always hyped up, but this like, they're 3-1 and one right now. They're, like, their point differential is plus 29. Their one loss was by four, or by two against the Bucks, the Super Bowl champions, you know? Who... Like, they're, have... they're a field goal away from being 4-0. and And as much as I hate it, they're good. I'll, I'll admit it. I know when I have to admit something, and that this is it. And that helps Micah Parsons because he is, you know, playing well on a good team. And that's how you that's how you win awards. Moving on to our last award, which is Comeback Player of the Year, and I think I have your guess. So uh, I'm gonna go first. Uh, I think it's going to Joe Burrow. I think it's also going to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, you know, we talk about how he he plays like a seasoned veteran. He's so smart. He's athletic. He, you know, he's taking Mm -hmm. the bungles to be the bangles. Yeah. And you love to see it. You know, he first overall pick and so well deserved. And he has just been doing nothing but performing. Yeah, he got injured, but... He's he he's come back and he's played some great football. It's gonna go to him or Dak. 
because Dak is playing some good football too. Um, the other two names I I put on here are Saquon and Jameis Winston. Uh, Saquon, I don't think is gonna do it just because of how he performed in the first three games. The Saints are too inconsistent for it to be Jameis. Yeah, he had a well. Saquon had a great game against the Saints, but that's his first great game since last year. Or probably since two years ago. Uh, Jameis is yeah. You don't know if you're gonna get 2019 Jameis or 20 or LASIK Jameis. So I think it's between Dak and Joe Burrow. And I'd probably put I'd probably put money on Dak actually, just because the league loves the Cowboys because America's team, whatever. They haven't been America's team since the '80s, but they still call themselves that. So, and hopefully I, we get some of these right by the end of the season. We'll check back. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to remember Mingga episode eight. Uh, right. what, what that Urban Meyer doing? What that Urban Meyer doing? All right, let's run through some previews. Rams at Seattle. Rams are two point favorites on Thursday night. Who you got? Hmm. Rams. By how much? Uh, seven. I think this is going to be a big comeback game for Matt Stafford. He's going to be mad. Jalen Ramsey's going to be mad. Rams by 13. Yeah. Uh, uh, next we uh, have a special London game, and they couldn't uh, have picked any better teams because it's the Jets, <laughs> and Atlanta is the home team. Uh, yeah. So it's the it's the Jets and it's the Falcons. <laughs> Yeesh. Y'all want to wake up at? I I had a big joke with one of my friends. He's a uh, he's currently in Los Angeles because he's doing a study abroad thing, and he's like, dude, I love waking up at 10 a.m. to watch football. You know, because the one o'clock games are on at 10 a.m. there. And. I'm like, yeah, wait till you get to the London games and you have to wake up at 6.30 for Jets and Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dude, fuck that. <laughs> Why would I do that? I'm like, good point. Uh, might be watching. Well, who knows? That's going to be a funny game. I cannot wait. You know what? Falcons by 10. Falcons by 10? Yep. Let's go Matty Ice. I already put down Falcons by ten in my notes, nice. so looks like we we are agreeing on something. I I, I this is the second Matty Ice reference. Have you seen the Tide commercial, the cold yes. wash with I uh, love with was it Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ice T, and yes. then he goes to fist bump uh Ice T. He's like, hey, what are you saying? <laughs> Ice T just goes, no, no, very good commercial, um. Next game, Green Bay at Cincy. Green Bay's three-point favorite. Who wins it? Sucks for Bengals. You know, they're 3-1. and one. Joe, Joe Burrow said this at the end of the game. He was like, you know, we're 3-1, and one, but that doesn't matter at the end of the season. And that's because you're going to be 3-2 and two after uh, Green Bay beats you by 13. 13? I think it's going to be close. No. I, I think it's going to be... Uh, I know Green Bay's going to win it. I think Cincy can actually shock the Green Bay defense. Ten. Ten? Ten. I got I got Green Bay by six. I I think Green Bay is gonna Yeah, I think it put a ten. I think that's fair. 
It's gonna you know ten points. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Green Bay is by six. I I don't think it's a blowout like this game. How much you got Minnesota by against Detroit? No way you're getting Detroit, right? Oh, I kind of want to now that you said it. No, there's no way. Detroit by three. Detroit by three? No, you're bugging. Game bro. winning, game win- No, because it, it, it's the Vikings. Game winning field goal. It's happening. The Lions no. game winning field goal by three. Write it down. Write it down. Oh, uh, I got Vikings by 10. Write it down. You're talking about a team with a positive points differential. That's all that already beats. Let's the- go, Detroit. Let's go, Lions fans. Get hyped. Bow to beat the Vikings. Detroit. They were a field goal. If they had made a field goal, they would have beat. There wouldn't have. There would not be a four and team right now. They almost beat the Browns. They almost beat the Bengals. Like, there's no way you're saying that that team loses to Detroit in Minnesota. Let's go, Detroit fans. All right. If if they win that, you're gonna be so hyped next episode. <laughs> They're not going to. <laughs> should I buy a Jared Goff? Jersey? If they win, you should buy a Jared Goff jersey. Yes. No, even better, buy a Panay Sewell jersey. Oh yes, that's so much better. <laughs> Go off. All right. Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh are one-point favorites. I'm going to go against that. I'm going to say Denver by, like, seven. Pittsburgh by field goal. Pick and pit? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't don't know. It's because it's like Denver showed that their defense is only good against bad teams. Well, I guess they are going against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, I think Denver wins the defensive battle, like, easily. It's just a matter of can Teddy B put up some points. That's that's where I'm, like... You know what? I'm, I think maybe. it'll be a weird point differential. Uh, Pittsburgh by two. Pittsburgh by two? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Denver misses the two-point conversion. Is that where you're going? I don't know, man. It'll have... <laughs> That's fun. They'll oh, they'll I, they'll score twice without kicking the field goal. Oh, I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm looking at the spread, and it's reminding me last week's spread. Buffalo needed to needed sixteen and a half to cover against uh the Texans, and they they beat them by forty. <laughs> I just think that's very funny. Uh, I just brought that up because. This next game has our biggest spread, Tampa Bay by 10 over Miami. Um Tampa Champa Bay by I think they cover here. I'm going to say by 10. Miami's not looked good. Uh Bucks by 16. 16 nice yeah tampa has not looked good or not tampa miami has not looked good all season basically tampa has looked has looked have looked they've been they've been more inconsistent this year what what is your what's your take on this game though uh tampa by 10 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you said that. I think they cover, yeah. Uh, New Orleans at the Washington football team. <sighs> Man. Uh, I'm going to put football team by three. Um, I am very upset after the Saints lost. Fuck you, Saints fans. Sorry about your city. <laughs> what, a, what a weird... <laughs> Rizzo just hit a home run, by the way. Who did? I think it was Rizzo. It no. was. Yeah, okay. Good for him. That's not a Yankees home run. That's a Riz home run. Fuck you, Yankees fans. Eat shit. It's a Riz home run. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm very I'm comfortable gonna... in saying Yankees fans can eat shit. Nice. Yeah. Fuck you, Yankees fans. True. Actually, fuck. I don't want to hear about all your rings. How many rings you got now nowadays? Yeah. When was your last ring, huh? Yeah. Where's Jeter? Miami, eat shit and die. Don't die. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Let me write that down. Yeah, we only have hot takes for baseball, and all those takes favor Boston fans. Um, I'm going to take New Orleans by seven in this game. I think New Orleans bounces back. They keep up with the pattern of win-loss, win-loss. Fuck your patterns. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Uh, next game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philly at Carolina. Carolina wins by seven. Seven? No. No? Ten. No. Yeah. I have them by 17. Man, I know that's why, cause I I just thought like they do, they just put up thirty against the Chiefs, but also Carolina, kind of good. Yeah, and Chiefs defense kind of bad. Uh, true. I'll go thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Tennessee. No, fourteen. Oh my I changed. god! Fourteen. Jesus fucking Christ! No, Final please. answer. All right, Tennessee goes into Duval County. Duval. How much you got the Titans by? Uh, who do they have? Are they there? Do they do they have the entire team? Let's find out. Which is three players. I don't know what the injury report is on them. Uh, both questionable. The status just says questionable. Usually they give a little description of what's going on. Just says questionable. Uh, I mean... Uh, it's, ham- it's hamstring injuries. They'll be back in like... Oh, true. They just pulled a hammy. Just stretch yeah. it out. You'll be fine, kiddo. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee's only favored by four. Yikes. Cause, yeah, because they're assuming they're without... AJ Brown and Julio. If they're if they're with, I don't know, like twenty. If they're without, six. I want to go like right in the middle and say thirteen. 
I'll go right in the middle of your two guesses. Mm-hmm. All right, next game, New England at Houston. How much you got New England? Ah, there? 14. That's it? Oh, wait, fuck, it's Houston. I forgot. I got, I got New no, England. No, 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 no. 24. I said New England by 24, you jackass. That's why I was yelling. I didn't want to hear your prediction. Oh, uh, yeah, New England by 24. Well, look at us agreeing on predictions. All right, Chicago at Vegas. Four o'clock games. Vegas, yeah. Vegas by thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Against Chicago, Vegas by twenty-one. Chicago's not a good team. Yeah. This game's going to be good. Cleveland at the Chargers. Chargers by seven? Seven. Seven? Chargers by seven. I say Chargers by ten. I was going to put this a lot closer, and then I remembered what Cleveland does. And that is play good defense and shitty offense but i think the chargers have a good off or good defense and good offense so they score more points Mm -hmm. 10 more points to be exact all right it's it's dallas week for the giants dallas is favored by a touchdown i'm gonna hear your prediction first since it's your team Giants by three. I love the sigh. Giants by three. Giants by three. Giants by three. We're riding a big wave of momentum. Let's go into Dallas and win like we usually do. Because for some reason, we always play close against Dallas. How's the Giants defense been doing? Better. Our secondary is looking pretty, pretty nice. It's just our front three. I'll go Dallas by six. Yeah. I figured. You know, I I, I gave you a little a little leeway yeah. there. Yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't want to say six. Yeah, yeah. Alright, San Fran at Arizona. Arizona's five and a half point favorites. Arizona by fourteen. Arizona by fourteen. Yep. Big number. Well, because Trey Lance hasn't been like you know he's a rookie and he hasn't been performing. Uh, man, that was a oh. monster. Sorry, baseball. Who oh, was that? Oh, he's out. Yeah, Aaron Judge was just thrown out at home. John Carlos Stanton hit a ball off the monster. Oh, he just said the 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 swear word, <laughs> and it was shown. Who Aaron Boone? No, uh, John Carlos Stanton. Kike Hernandez just shook his head and said, Yeah. (laughs) I love Kike Hernandez so much. He put his entire body into that. They're going to show the slow mo. He put his entire body into that throw. Oh, he's out by a mile. You kidding? Yeah. I knew he would be out. All right. Um. You said Arizona by 14? I did. 
I'm going to say Arizona by 17. I think it depends on if Garoppolo plays. And even then, I don't think San Fran's defense is going to be enough to hold back Kyler Murray. All right. Big game. The big game of the week. Big game. Big guy. Big game. Uh, Buffalo at Kansas City. I, I know it's different playing in Arrowhead. But um, I'm a Bills fan this season, according to episode one. Let's go Bills Mafia by seven. I say Bills by three. I think it's going to be a very close and competitive game, but Buffalo's going to... I think they're going to score a touchdown last second. No, Buffalo by ten. Because Buffalo's kind of been steamrolling their opponents. This is going to be such a high-scoring game. It is. Because the Chiefs have to put up 40 to make up for their defense, and Buffalo has been actually just steamrolling people. So yeah, I'll go Buffalo by 10. And I think I think it's going to be competitive, but it's really going to show that the Chiefs are not... This is going to be the, the one where the, the Chiefs find out that they're not as dominant as everyone thought they would be. They have star players, but their team isn't. Their team isn't together. All right. Final game, Monday Night Football. Indy at Baltimore. Who you got? Uh, Which will probably be under this certainly was the game segment. Because <laughs> I, I already... I, this, is such, this is such a matchup for... If there ever was a matchup for there certainly was a game, it'd be Indy and Baltimore. It's always Baltimore, just because they always play the weirdest games. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing we can do about that. It's always Baltimore. I got them by three. Uh... Man. There's... Showing this tag on replay and i love it yeah i know man sucks to be a yankees fan am i right true let's go socks yes sir um i hope my grandfather's wearing his red Sox jersey i bought a little pause I bought my grandfather red Sox jersey with his name on it for christmas oh, and he absolutely loved it that's adorable and he, he turned to my grandmother and goes, never wash this. Aww. And I'm like, oh. All right. Cute. Uh, uh, let's, let's go. Uh... God, I, I want to meme and give Indy the win, but I just don't think they're going to get it. <laughs> I'm really like trying to think of scenarios in my head, but it's just I don't think... Their offense is better than Baltimore's defense. As crippled as it is. Uh, Baltimore by, I guess, seven. I'll, I'll take Baltimore by seven. By seven. All right. What so that wraps up our, our predictions. Any hot takes this episode? The Bucks are not going far in the playoffs. Ooh. The Bucks are not going far in the playoffs. Like this isn't a slander. I, you know, I love Tom Brady. He was my quarterback for twenty years. I wasn't even alive for part of it. He won a Super Bowl before I was born. I love him to death. He he showed that, you know, 
the Pats, who were supposed to be an eh, you know, above average team, we 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 showed against you. You know, a rookie quarterback had a better day than Tom Brady. And you have bad days, but like, ooh, I don't think you know it was you know this Tampa Bay plays against the Saints again, and I that's a different game. Like 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 Drew Brees' Saints last year. Mm-hmm. You know, if if the Bucks go against Green Bay in the playoffs, they're going to lose to Green Bay. I think they're going to lose to Green Bay if they're in that position again. Especially with how Green Bay is playing Which, now. You know, especially how they're playing and just Yeah, I I don't think the the Bucks are not going to the Super Bowl this year. Alright, that's fair. I was gonna have one for the week. You kinda want one for the year. Mine for the week. Uh the Giants defense finally figures shit out this week. I think we put up a good defensive effort and it's gonna be a fairly low scoring game with Dallas. There I- it is. I, I've been saying for a while, uh, I think one of my hot takes, or two of my hot takes, was Mac Jones' rookie of the or offensive rookie of the year, so I couldn't really put that there. Yeah, he's been showing that. Uh, he has the capability to do that. I, I love Mac how, Jones. I don't know how hot that take is anymore. That tape is there, that take is quite, lore, quite warm. But when I first made it, you were like, ooh, okay. When you first made it, I was like, hmm. Because there are five rookie quarterbacks that, you know, came out of that draft. I I um, saw everything that I wanted from him, and we drafted him because he fell in our laps because, you know, we're the evil empire. Suck our dicks. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know, we're not the first, uh, you know, in, in the AFC or the, the East, but you know what? That's okay. That's okay. In due time. Uh, you know, if you if you like this podcast, give it a like on YouTube. And if you prefer to listen to your podcast on the go, in the car, when you're running, or at the gym, check us out on Spotify. And if you don't prefer Spotify and you prefer Apple Podcasts or some other platform, let us know and that'll mother freaking happen. Yeah. I lo- I love all you Mingas. Subscribe. Uh, peace out, Mingas. And word to your mother. Doses.